from St. Joseph, Missouri, here is Travis Lee Hartman. Nothing's gonna be. It's not gonna be perfectly centered, no matter what. Yeah, that's fine. That's right, I just want to be able to see it. Your arms like blocking it, so whatever. Ooh. Welcome to the, welcome to the, welcome to the gun show. Welcome to the BB show. I got little pellet guns. And welcome to the next episode of Wayne in with Travis Hartman. Happy Cheer. to see you. Cheers, brother. Cheers to you. Um, I'm B Money, the producer. That over there is Weekend Trav. I need to turn me down. I'm a little on the high on the game here. We got a new new setup right now. We're trying some stuff out. So the mics, we're working on it. The the table, I love this table. This is your table, huh? I like this table. This I, is a, this right up your alley. I guess so. Yeah. I don't know what the alley, what all's in the alley, but it's <laughs> up there somewhere. So <laughs> that's what she said. Okay. That there is weekend. Trav Travis Hartman. I am B Money, the producer. Thanks for joining us. Uh, for those that are subscribing, you guys, we love you. Uh, and if you're not subscribing, we don't love you yet. So subscribe. Uh, hit the bell icon, the notification, all the good stuff that all the kids are doing. Go ahead and follow our content because we keep putting content out there. We got the vlogs. We got the uh, fight predictions. We got this. Uh, we have the in this corner, the interviews we put up. So we do a lot of stuff, mainly on the YouTube channel. But obviously, if you're hearing this on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, then we also have the audio version of the podcast hitting the airwaves. So we are there. Uh, let me finish the commercial. Let's say thanks to our media partners, TH Boxing, Gulfstream Financial, and IF Enterprises, as always, for your media support. Thank you so much. So, Weekend Trav, cheers to you, my friend. As always. Cheers, brother. Good to see you. Pleasure being here. And um, let's just kind of jump in to the crapshoot, uh, if you will, of our podcast, episode 31. <sighs> yeah, there's a lot going on right now, though. Boxing World, Manny Pacquiao, Ryan Garcia. I know everybody's heard about this. And, and we talked about it last week. Yeah, and he's been on the Mike Tyson podcast talking about this. Ryan Garcia has. So it's a whirlwind. I mean, at first, I've been fighting so many people on Facebook and and text messaging. They're text messaging me like, Travis, what's going on with this? Is this fight happening? Ryan Garcia announced that this fight was happening. He announced it was going to happen and it was going to be for real, all that stuff. And then the next thing I know, a couple weeks ago, I start hearing rumblings that it's going to be an exhibition. But yet, I never heard that. This is where, like, um, I don't know where these people get this information because Ryan Garcia announced it, put it on his page. It's on his Instagram page. Go check it out. He announced it. He's going to fight Manny Pacquiao. So I, I believe him, and Manny Pacquiao hasn't made an announcement yet. But then I hear these rumblings that's going to be an exhibition. I have no idea where these rumblings came from, but people were floating that idea around. So I'm, like, trying to argue with people. Not even argue. I'm asking questions. I'm like, where did you guys hear this? Who knows? Like, even Ellie uh, on, a, on a video, yep. he was talking to Robert Garcia, who has no relation to uh, Ryan Garcia, but Robert Garcia said he heard it was an exhibition. And I'm like, where did you hear this? So finally, a couple of days ago, Ryan Garcia did an Instagram Live and ESPN reposted it and everything. And Ryan Garcia said, this is not an exhibition. This is happening. This is a real fight. And then what? Yesterday or two days ago? Golden Boy comes out and says, fight's not happening. The negotiations are over, blah, blah, blah. But then I also read Ryan Garcia's manager said, no, no, no. We're still talking with Pacquiao's team because Manny says he wants the fight to happen. Ryan Garcia says he wants the fight to happen. So I'm not sure if Golden Boy is trying to negotiate or some kind of a negotiation ploy by mm. saying all of this stuff. But to me, 
it feels real and it feels like Garcia really does want to fight Pacquiao. And I think Pacquiao, now that he's not going to fight um, Conor McGregor, this is this is a big fight. It really is a big fight. And to be fair, this is a fight that Manny Pacquiao could possibly win. Mm. So everybody's talking about Manny Pacquiao fighting either Errol Spence or um, Terrence Crawford. I don't like that fight for Manny Pacquiao because I think he gets beat and he might get hurt. So I don't want him to fight those two guys. So the next best option, in my opinion, is a Ryan Garcia because Ryan Garcia is a couple weight classes lower. The kid's 22 years old. He's young. So Manny obviously has experience over him. And I think it's a 50-50 fight. I think it's a very good fight. I think it's a fight Manny Pacquiao can actually win. And it's a fight where he can make a lot of money. I think he'll make more money fighting Ryan Garcia than he would if he fights Errol Spence or Terrence Crawford. That's why I think this fight will happen. People keep saying that the, the fight's not going to happen. I think the fight's going to happen. I'm going to go on record. I still think the fight's actually going to happen. Yeah, so uh, obviously a lot has kind of changed with our regard to our tune because last week that was primarily what we talked about was this potential, or actually at the time we weren't talking potential. Yeah, he it was he a announced fight. it, yeah. So this is, and we talked pre-production about this. Here's who's oddly quiet during this whole melee of sorts. Manny Pacquiao. Yep. He has not, as, as far as I'm aware, has no, not said a peep. No, you're right. You're correct about the fight. <clears throat> it could maybe his management or somebody in his camp yeah. has said something. Sean Gibbons, who who does uh, takes care of his stuff. Sean Gibbons has been talking quite a bit about it. He's been tagging uh, Ryan Garcia. You know what? I think I'm, I'm just figuring this out. Actually, if you follow Sean Gibbons on Instagram, he's been going in on Robert Robert Garcia. Mm-hmm. You or Rob, Roberto Diaz. Mm-hmm. Robert, you mm-hmm. met Roberto Diaz, yes, yeah. um, Golden Boy guy. Yeah. So Sean Gibbons has been going in on him, posting this stuff. I guess uh, Roberto Diaz blocked Sean Gibbons on uh, Twitter. So maybe that's what's going on. There's some jockeying going back and forth, and I think there's some bad blood there. So Manny Pacquiao's manager has been going at it with Roberto Diaz, which is Golden Boy guy. So maybe there's just some bad blood right now, and they're just, I don't know, out of spite. Golden Boy's like, fight's off. We're not negotiating. But I think Ryan Garcia has had his feuds with Oscar. So I think if, if Ryan Garcia wants this fight to happen which he does, I think it happens. And I think Pacquiao wants it to happen because Sean Gibbons is posting about it all over Instagram. He wants it to happen as well. And both fighters want it to happen. So both of those guys, even though they have promoters, I think Ryan Garcia is actually to the popularity point now where he can kind of call the shots. Yeah, I think, I, but once again, I think we're assuming Manny Pacquiao wants this fight to happen. True. This is just from Sean Gibbons' mouth. Right, right. So, And he speaks for Pacquiao. And Pacquiao's actually in his whole entire career you actually never hear Pacquiao negotiate ever. That's true. Even so when he fought Mayweather, this, he didn't say anything. This is the right time, though, for someone like Ryan Garcia. He needs a strike when the iron's hot. I think I said that last week, whether it's Manny Pacquiao and any of these other names that we, we tend to talk about. Tank, Tiafomo, li- Devin Haney, all of those. Listen, he's 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 young. He just signed that Gatorade contract, which we knew was Big. coming because he was talking to, to uh, well, we heard him talking about it while we were in Dallas. Yep. Uh, they were courting him then. That it became official. I mean, this, and he's what? He's the first fighter, I think. Yeah, first boxer to be the signed by Gatorade. first boxer yeah, to be signed by Gatorade, which is huge. Which is wild. Um, so these things need to happen, and that's why I think he's he knows how to self-promote. So he's out there saying the stuff he needs he's to say. He's got eight and a half million Instagram followers. Correct, correct. I, I really hope this thing happens. But once again, Manny Pacquiao has been oddly quiet. I know there's some jockeying for position and negotiation yeah. tactics that we use with social media now, which is really stupid. I, I hate... I hate looking at all the random quote from this random guy, and, yeah. and it changes the trajectory of a fight or the potential. So we will see. 
I really hope it happens. What was the time frame that they were talking initially? All right, something like April, April, around April, something like that, which makes sense because even when they announced it, that's what I felt like it'd be a little bit because this is a big fight and it would take a lot of promotion, a lot of, uh, it would take a lot of uh, power mm. really to get this going because these guys are big time dudes. So it would take a lot of jockeying, a lot of promoting, all of that. And you would see a nice little tour. If this fight happens, you're going to see like a really good press and media tour for this fight because this easily could be Manny Pacquiao's last fight sure. too. Manny Pacquiao could easily just be like, you know what? It's my last fight. I'm going to retire after this. And he could. Um, and if he makes enough money, I think he probably would because this is a big fight. And as you know, Manny's a very, very political figure over in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. I think that the rumblings have been around for a long time. He's making a seat because he's a he's a he's a senator or congressman now. Uh, I don't know what it's they, one of the what two governments broken out to, but he is. Yeah, yeah he's I, a political I think official. it's senator, I think it's Senator Pacquiao. So he's making a serious run at the presidency, and I think if that happens, his boxing career has got to be over because mm-hmm. that's going to be that's a full time gig, as you know, being a president of a country, even if it's a smaller country, that's a full time gig. Well, either way, it's winding down, and yeah. uh, he has forty two going to be forty three at the end of the year. He has nothing to prove. Zero. He's a hall of famer. Yeah, and, and so he's obviously from a social activism, political activism standpoint, he is he's already made a name for himself in the Philippines. And I think, oh he, yeah, doesn't he like own a and the national basketball team, or I, I don't know. He does He's a like huge basketball guy too. Yeah. Crazy stuff. So he has nothing to prove here, but this is a good way to cement, cement his legacy for yeah, sure. It could for sure. But I could also see from his point of view, it's also like, yeah, the money would be nice. The notoriety would be nice, but is it worth it? And do I need to do something? Yeah. I mean, he really doesn't, but if he was the only big fights out there, like I said, were Errol Spence, Terrence Crawford and Ryan Garcia. If I could choose any of those three to fight, I'm fighting Garcia. Sure. He's much smaller, and even though he's younger, he he's it's a good opportunity for Pacquiao because, like I said, Pacquiao has a legit shot at beating this young guy. In my opinion, if he, he fights will. Errol Spence or Terrence Crawford, he loses, yeah. hands down. And I love Pacquiao. He loses to Errol Spence and Terrence Crawford. In fact, he might get knocked out against those two guys. Mm. They hit much harder than Juan Manuel Marquez hits, and the timing of a guy like Terrence Crawford, the guy's timing is impeccable. So... I don't see Manny Pacquiao faring well against either one of those guys. Do I see him faring well against uh, Garcia? Can Garcia beat him? Yes, but I like Manny's chances better against a Garcia. It's so crazy. When you talk about, I feel like we talk about this almost every week, but we should. When you look at all those different guys in this weight class, I know Manny Pacquiao is not, but when you look at all these other guys, it's almost as if everyone's waiting for the first domino. Like, who's the first fight to actually be on paper, signed, and then it's like that's the first domino that falls and then everything else will fall into place. We as fans are waiting because we can speculate. We could talk about, oh, well, Tank and Teofimo is going to do this and this. Devin Haney and Teofimo. I think that's going to happen. I think it's coming. Um, We could talk all day long about it, but until one fight is put together— then we don't know. It's still just a swirling of several names. And ooh, what about if he fought him and he fought him? And I think everybody's waiting. They're waiting. They're waiting for essentially for this to be signed yeah. for Pacquiao. As soon as that gets signed, I promise you, you will see the Devin Haney's, the Tanks, the the Tiafoe Lopez's, even the Lomachenko's. I guarantee you, they end up signing a fight pretty fast too. Oh, because yeah. what they're doing, they're they're all waiting because one, all even though those guys are super extremely popular, it's still no secret that Ryan Garcia is the most popular in that division. Mm -hmm. Is he the best? We don't know. I don't think he is, but he's the most popular, which means he brings in the most money out of all of those. Even though Tiafomo just won the ring magazine title, beating Lomachenko and unified the titles. Most people don't know him still. 
Right. But does everybody know Ryan Garcia? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So Ryan Garcia, he, you're right. If he makes, if, this, if that fight gets made, you're going to see a domino effect. Meaning these guys now will kind of stop chasing that and and focus on other things in front of them. So I think that if that fight gets signed, we're going to have some other blockbuster fights well, get signed. So let's talk about. Uh, a little bit of the musical chairs component to this. When the music stops after certain fights and match, uh, the matchmakers have their way, who's left out? Mm. Who's left out? Like when you start piecing these things together, who do you think when the musical chairs, when the music stops in this weight class, who's left out waiting for somebody to win or lose because they can't figure out the right opponent. Tank. You think it's tank? Javante Davis gets left out. Because I think that negotiations have already started with uh, Teofimo Lopez and Devin Haney. Mm. And the reason I know that is because Teofimo Lopez told Eddie Hearn in the back of a behind behind the scenes in a fight. And somebody got it. I think Ellie might have got it. And he said, the dad of Teofimo goes, we'll fight Devin Haney. Give us $10 million, We'll fight Devin Haney. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Eddie was like, really? He kind of perked up. Even though it's a lot of money, he kind of perked up like, really? And now I actually genuinely think that they're in negotiations right now, uh, Devin Haney and Teofimo Lopez. So that fight's a... That fight has more of a chance of happening than than Tank, either one of those guys, because Tank fights for PBC, which is Floyd Mayweather, Al Heyman, those guys. So those guys don't generally fight for Eddie Hearn or even top rank. So Tank, I think Tank gets left in the dark right now. I mm. genuinely think he gets left in the dark because, one, he doesn't have a big uh, social media pool. He's not crazy, crazy popular. Uh, is he good? Yes. Is he just as good as those guys? 100%. But I, I think he gets left in the... And, and the wings waiting, but the good thing about all that is he's going to let those guys beat up on each other. Sure. And then he's right there. So he can get the winner of any of those fighters. And that's kind of good for him. He gets to sit back and Tiafomo Devahani fight. The winner of that can fight the winner of Garcia and Pacquiao. Winner of that can fight Tank. So Tank kind of can be, he can be lost for maybe a year fighting guys that nobody really cares about. But otherwise, I think he's out for a little bit. Well, here we go. So we got more. We got more. We got the ticker. I see the ticker. This is from a day ago. Devin Haney's uh, Twitter account. Hold on, I gotta watch an ad here. So let's uh, do 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 yeah. ad a little bit. Um, so off of this from Devin Haney himself, he is stating that he keeps hearing people uh, talk that him and Teofimo are in negotiations. That's not true. My team reached out, uh, which Eddie Hearn reached out, and Bob wants to wait till they can have a live crowd. Well, that could be this summer still. It could be. It could so, be. But Well, they can have a live crowd if they go to Texas, Bob. But Come the, on. But the fact is that they're not in negotiations, and that's Devin Haney and uh, Lopez, uh, Tiafimo Lopez. That that easily could be true. There's so much jockeying going on right now. And like that's you, you said earlier, you're like, we don't know because it's social media, and these yep. guys could 100% be BSing all of us. Yeah, yeah. But behind the scenes, I'm telling you that Pacquiao Garcia, they are talking, whether Delahoy said that or not. I I. I think they're talking. Um, Tia Fomo, Devin Haney, there's probably been a couple offers floated. But yeah, that, I can see Bob Arum saying that as well because he's not wrong. But he also, but Bob's also full of crap too because why would Bob fight Lomachenko and Tia Fomo with, not, with no live audience either? Right, right. So Bob's full of it. Bob most of the time is full of it. So though. there's another name that might be left out in the cold waiting. Lomachenko. Yeah. He, he, yeah. So I mean, I think you have, I think Lomo though has more of a name than Gervonta. So even if uh, Tay or even if Tiafomo and uh, Devin Haney up fighting, Lomachenko can fight anybody in a sure. cell because he's Lomachenko. He's got a better name right now than a lot of those guys do. Even though uh, Tiafomo beat him, I th- still think Lomachenko's got a name. And I still think he's the division still kind of 
goes through him a little bit. Mm. I really, I, 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 I know it's crazy, and I know that I sound crazy because Tiafoe will beat him. He yeah. did. Tiafoe will beat him. But I, I feel like if they fought again, I, I would have to go with Lomachenko. Yeah, we got to see how he looks now coming off and going back yeah. into training off of that uh, shoulder surgery. So I guess time will tell. I don't necessarily think he may want one of those guys right out of the gate. Which is to be perfect for him, though. That's why yeah. he's not really left in the cold because he's going to come back and fight somebody while sure. they're fighting. That'll be perfect. He'll probably try to fight it. He'll probably try to time that fight right yeah. around when they fight. That way he can have a tune-up and then their time schedule. Remember how he's told you they do that? Where if you see these guys fight within a couple weeks of each mm-hmm. other, you know that they're possibly setting yeah, up that fight. So I bet I bet it happens. Come on, somebody. Somebody give us something. Somebody be the first shoe that drops. But you know what it is, too? This is what I hate about promoters, even though I've turned into a promoter as well in my later boxing career. Mm-hmm. But the fighters... They're making the promoters are making the fighters look bad. Like people are saying that Garcia's ducking tank. Right. No, he's not. I right. promise you, every one of those fighters we named, I guarantee you set them in a room right now and they're looking at each other like, I want to fight you. Let's do it. Make it happen. It's the promoters, muddy in the waters, also trying to get the most money for each one of their fighters. So I get it. They are. Yeah, they're sure. trying to get them a lot of money. However, these guys want to fight. Let's make it happen. Like you're right. Let's make it happen. And I don't think it's the fighters, but it does make the fighters look bad. Like that's all I see people saying. As soon as Garcia signed with Pacquiao, everybody's like, "Oh, Ryan Garcia is ducking Tank." If Tank had the same opportunity to fight Manny Pacquiao, he would do it. Yeah, but I also—it's a different day and age now. So you're going to get people saying everyone's ducking everybody because that's the troll world. It that's is. how everyone trolls everybody. So I'm not too concerned about that. It's, it's like Roger Mayweather said his famous quote: "Most people don't know shit about boxing." Mm-hmm. And they don't. And you always get these armchair warriors trying to talk about boxing and mm-hmm. they're trolling these guys. And I'm like, I promise you, Ryan Garcia's not scared of anybody. When you get to this level, you're not scared of anybody. Doesn't mean you think you can you're gonna kill everybody, beat everybody. It just means that you're not afraid. You've been in the ring with the best in the world. You're not afraid to fight anybody. Mm-hmm. Period. I've lost to the best in the world. I'm not afraid to fight them. They yeah. called me up tomorrow and said, you want to fight Keith Thurman again? Or you want to fight Terrence Crawford again? I'm going to say, let's do it. That's why, I mean, that's I'm going to say, let's do it. That's like, why you guys, that's, you're a fighter. You're a fighter. That's none what of these you're guys supposed are to scared. Yeah, no. None of these guys are no. scared. They're not ducking them. That's the promoters doing it. They're not. The fighters, I promise you, are not ducking them. Mm-mm. So, anyways, that's, that's where we stand on that, I guess. I mean, if it's new information or not, I'm not quite sure if we, we call it new information. But there's more wrinkles in this Ryan Garcia, Manny Pacquiao. He keeps taking a turn. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see how this week progresses. It's like as the as the weeks turn or as the days turn by. So uh, I guess we shall see. What um, I know we had a, about last night. Probably didn't have major headlines with it with uh, Caleb Plant. Yep. So no, sweet he hands, fought, Caleb Plant. Sweet hands. So so give me a quick rundown how that looked and how that worked out. On Fox. It was PBC, correct? PBC, yep. Okay. PBC on Fox. Um, yeah, it was Premier Boxing Champions, which is Al Heyman. So um, Sweet Hands fought Caleb Truex, who is a former world champion. Mm-hmm. Caleb Truex beat uh, Daniel Daniel DeGale. I forget his first name, but it was DeGale. He beat him over in England. And a very formidable opponent. He's 37 years old now. And this was probably his last shot at a world title. I think he's had three shots. He won one world title, lost two. So last night was a good fight. I mean, it was... Listen... I hear and see a lot of trolls that were trolling um, Caleb Plant. They're like, oh, he should have knocked him out. Oh, if that was Canelo, Canelo would have knocked Truex out in five or six rounds. Listen, he didn't knock him out, but Caleb looked good. Caleb Plant looked good. He did what he was supposed to do. He beat an opponent. He beat every round. The scorecards were 120-108. Literally 12 rounds to zero, and they're actually giving Caleb Plant 
flack for winning mm-hmm. 12 rounds to zero. But that's also, I hope Caleb Plant realizes this too. That's when you know you've made it, bro. Yeah. When you win 12 rounds to zero and they're still critiquing you, got haters. you because they're expecting you to be great, which is good, though. That's a good expectation. So uh, a guy that I've talked about before, uh, because he's been impressive, though he hasn't really fought anybody, no offense to the, the uh, people that he has fought, uh, Edgar Berlanga. I did. Did you see that? I saw him it. then following up on that fight and calling him out a little bit. Let me let me read the quote. I usually don't hang out on Twitter, but uh, let's let's read this for a second. So from Edgar Belanga Jr., who's what 15, 16, and 0, 16 knockouts, yeah. super middleweight, first rounds only. Yeah. Um, oh, that's right, sixteen first round knockouts. Yeah, so he's trying to make a name for himself. Obviously, here we go. That fight was cute. Let me know when you when you ready to get kissed by these fists. He sent that uh, directly, sent it to Caleb Plant. directly to Sweet Hands Plant. You know, that's, that's how our world is now. It's, uh, the, the fight game, is, it's different now than when you first got involved in it, obviously. Definitely. So you can do your own little bit of calling out. Back years ago when, uh, when we first met, I saw a lot of that on Facebook, some of your opponents getting yep. involved, and there's yep. some jawing there. I'm like, ugh, this is what our world's come to. Now it's via Twitter. Full on. Now it's via random YouTube videos. It's all over Instagram, whatever else. So that's just the way these guys, these young cats are, are rolling. It's part of the game now. So what do you think there? What do you think if that could Listen. possibly... I don't think that's... I think Edgar Berlanga is trying to create something that's not there. Yeah. So listen... We, we've talked about him on the show a couple of times because sure. he's fought a couple of times during COVID, and he was impressive. He knocked out his guys in the first round. But I understand what he's trying to do, but I just want to tell him that <laughs> he does not want that smoke. Yeah, not yet. Because sweet hands will turn him sour real yeah. fast because Caleb Plant would knock him out, okay? Edgar Berlinga is still oh. very green. Yes. Can the guy punch? It seems like he can, but he hasn't knocked out anybody that we were like, Oh my God, I can't believe he knocked that guy out. No, he's beat guys that he's supposed to beat, which is not even knocking because that's how you build a career. It's fine, but he's jumping the gun a little bit here because he's a good couple of years away from even testing those waters, but good for him creating a little bit of a buzz because guess what we're talking about it now yeah so he's i'm not hating on him for that at all i'm like good for Listen, you he's the but the blueprints there the blueprint it's 2021 this is the blueprint these guys talk themselves into the picture yeah. they have to back it up too but they've talked themselves i don't even say talk they've uh they've talked on social media to get themselves yeah, yeah. in the picture that's the trash talking these days though and they have talent don't get me wrong Every, all these guys have talent they all work their way up through the amateurs for the most part you know so they have some legacy but i i, I remember back months ago teofimo talked his way into a similar situation yep. you know he has the talent he's backing it up yep. but he talked his way into it as well yep. and, and now look at him 15 and 0 or something too i think exactly right around the and now look at him but i mean i th- I, I think that teofimo's boxing level and skill much better way better yeah but to be fair to berlingo he hasn't been able to show us much because he ends it in one round that's true so maybe he's got the same skill we just don't see it because he goes for the kill and he he smells blood and he takes it so good for him for finishing so like he's doing all of the right things right now if you had a playbook on what to do knock a guy out in the first round 15 times he's done that now make some noise by calling some big time fighters out that everybody knows you're you're BSing because you really don't want that smoke because you're gonna get beat. Yeah. But good for him by putting it out there. That's the playbook. He's got it down yeah. right now. So we'll see what he happens next. He ain't making mention after a Canelo win. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> a, I don't I don't know who actually wants that at this point. So so oh, man. so uh, the money though the money. Canelo really Alvarez. Good. He has some stuff coming up and and part of me is like, oh cool, we know the next couple. 
Yeah, yeah. But the another part of me is like, come on, man, let's talk about the first one, the next one. Let's not get ahead of ourselves yeah, either. Yeah. That's you know what? That's why there is a recipe for disaster when things like that happen. Okay, because there Canelo is fighting at the end of February down in Florida, actually South Florida against his number one contender. I forget the guy's name. He's an undefeated younger guy from I think Europe, Eastern European, something like that. It's a hard name to pronounce, but Salim, Arim, I don't know, something like that. He's fighting that guy, but then they just finalized the deal to fight in May against Billy Joe Saunders, which that's a great fight, and that's a fight that I've actually wanted to see for a while. Um, matter of fact, that was a fight we were talking about with uh, uh, the guys from England, Luke Campbell's camp. Yeah, we were talking about that fight. He's fighting, yeah, Avani Yildirim. Yeah, it's his mandatory super middleweight title, so he's fighting this guy, and uh, I don't know. That that's a it's a but again like I said this guy's undefeated so the guy can fight obviously I just hope and Canelo's proved me many many years over that he is professional and he shows up to every fight ready no matter who it is sure. I've never seen that's one guy that you don't see I've never seen Caleb or um, I've never seen Canelo Alvarez sleep on anybody every single fight even when they're not big time fights he shows up so I see him showing up and beating this guy like he's supposed to. And then seeing a big dude, Billy Joe Saunders is a big fight. Mm-hmm. It's a fight that I said a couple of years yeah, ago. Well, we talked. That, to, I think you mentioned it a few months ago. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's a fight that personally, like Canelo's. I've become a huge Canelo advocate, huge Canelo fan because he's earned that right the past couple of years with me on people who he's fought and how he's beaten them. He's earned that respect with me for sure. But I think a guy like Billy Joe Saunders poses a major threat to Canelo because of his style. He is going to fight twice before Terrence Crawford fights once. I know. So I, going I, back to a few weeks ago on this podcast, I can't remember which episode it was. If it was 27, 28, wherever it was. You had mentioned, listen, a lot of it depends on the next fights. Does this then cause you to have in your list, pound for pound, Canelo Alvarez hop over Terrence Crawford? Yeah, I said if Terrence Crawford didn't fight in the next like four to six months that I would have to leapfrog Canelo in front of Terrence Crawford. And honestly, I might have to do it anyway, like before that, because the fact that Canelo is fighting twice, he, and he just fought. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be like, three times. It, it, yeah, it's, 2021. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait no, 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 his fight was December. Yeah, it was, it was, December. In, yeah, it was in 2020. But, but within still, six months? You plus? don't see top elite level fighters like his caliber fight that many times. No. So props again, this is why I'm a huge Canelo fan now. Yeah. You're like, how could you not be? It's massive respect to him. And I, I think that um the fact that he's fighting twice, B Money is we, we gotta give him credit for that. Like it's gotta be like I it okay, if he if I see this guy that he's fighting and it's a pretty credible opponent yeah. and he like knocks this guy or something spectacular, I think without a single doubt, I have to be like, you know what? He's, I got I got to update my pound for pound rankings. And then I'll tell you this. If I leapfrog Canelo in front of Terrence Crawford, mm-hmm. right? I will put this caveat out there. The only how Canelo loses that number one pound for pound spot with me is if Terrence Crawford fights Errol Spence and beats Errol Spence. So I'll leave that door open. Okay, I think in the next couple of months, pending how Canelo looks, pending any kind of announcement for Terrence Crawford, if he doesn't announce any kind of a big fight in the next like couple of months, honestly, like get on it. Like, come on, Bob. Bob, you know what, Bob Aram, 
he needs to quit dicking around with this Tiafoma Lopez and all those guys and actually get to what we want to see, and that's Terrence Crawford. That's who's the pound-for-pound number one fighter in the world on a lot of people's list. Quit messing around, Bob. You're ruining this guy's pound-for-pound rankings. You're ruining his stardom. You're ruining everything that is good about Terrence Crawford because that guy, in my opinion too, he's like a Canelo. He's old school, meaning... I genuinely believe Terrence Crawford would fight anybody, and I think he would fight him for free if you let him put him in the streets. And Bob Arum's holding him up. I think once he's out of that contract, he will. Yeah. I think uh, it's it's only a matter of time uh, before we see Terrence Crawford uh, part ways. We've talked about that before in another episode. It's going to happen, and then at that point, he can ride his own ticket. And that's what we're seeing with Canelo. Yeah. yeah. We, we mentioned it last week. It's like, it's kind of funny. Like, Canelo parted ways with DAZN, and then his next two fights, or his last fight and this next coming fight, are on the DAZN platform. Yeah, no, it's really funny. But that's, that says a lot about the business side of it. Like, listen, there's no hard feelings here. He's just, he's betting on himself. He's betting on himself there. Good for him. Good for him. Good for him. And he he wants to fight. And I think Terrence Crawford is the same way, but he is stuck right now. He has, he's shackled by that contract. Yep. And at some point, it's going to it's gonna be done by the end of the year, I think, is what you mentioned. The th- yeah, his contract does expire towards the end of the year. If it's September or October, I forget, but it's, it's towards the end of the year. But the one thing that Canelo has over Terrence Crawford, though, is Canelo has always had that Mexican fan base. And that yeah. Mexican fan base always supports his fighters he's got he he so he doesn't but when he when he fights in omaha though which is where he's from Mm. the dude pulls fifteen thousand people which is phenomenal but when he fights you know in in another state east coast west coast he doesn't pull those kind of numbers because it's who he is he still pulls decent numbers though that's why he's still getting big fights because he does pull decent numbers but he doesn't have the backing that Canelo does. And that's because we talked about this many times. Americans really don't back their 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 athletes. What not not just boxing, most sports, you don't really see them back their their athletes. I mean, it's England, they back their boxers. They will travel to see their boxers. Americans were just like, ah, you know, you're you're good. We'll we'll root for you, but we're not gonna go out of the way to, to root for you and travel. Like I remember when Ricky Hatton fought uh, in Las Vegas. I think Las Vegas, where they fought MGM Graham when he fought Floyd Mayweather, Ricky Hatton literally brought over like 10,000 fans. Or it was like 4,000 because MGM only holds 15,000 people, 15 or 16,000. And he literally brought over like 4,000 of his own fans from England yeah. just to see him. That whole place, it felt like it was Ricky Hatton's home. Even though Mayweather lives in Vegas, trains out of Vegas, fought in Vegas against Ricky Hatton, if you'd have heard the crowd, they sure, were chanting, sure. there's only one Ricky, the whole stadium. And Mayweather's an American. He's literally the best of his era, and they were rooting for the other guy. But that's just the way, and it's not just Mayweather, because I know a lot of people are like, ah, oh, Mayweather's a piece of crap, whatever. But they do that with a lot of our athletes, yeah. not just well, Mayweather. And we've talked about it, though. Terrence Crawford's been mishandled. He has. He has all the talent. I mean, listen, I was, I was looking up some things because – Say what you will about a guy like Max Kellerman. I think he's an idiot when it comes to other sports, like football and everything else. I think Max Kellerman on ESPN is an idiot. But when it comes to his boxing coverage, because that's that's kind of what he knows best. Yeah. That's I mean, I'd say 85% of the time he knows what he's talking about. He, he, he talks about it right. I'd say, yeah. And and he's he's behind. Like He wants that thing, same thing, Crawford, Errol Spence, Jr., but is it going to happen? Bob Arum's standing in the way yep. because he sees the bright, shiny toy right of of uh, of Lopez of Teofimo and wants to work with that. Instead, yep. he has arguably the pound for pound 
fighter of the world, best yep. fighter in the world. Yep. And he's just pissing it away. And all he's complaining about, I heard about Bob Aaron was like, I lose money every time Terrence fights. Well, then do a better Promote job. Promote it. Promote it. That's his job. That's his team's job. It's literally his only job. And it's insane. We've talked about it. I don't think Terrence Crawford works the social media as good as most other guys. But if you do look at his, he, it, he's getting a big following now. It's slowly getting better. But that dude is crazy charismatic. He's a good dude. Takes care of his family. He's got kids. Loves his kids. Is always going to his kids' events. The guy loves his hometown. He never got rich and left. He put a gym there. Like The guy's got a great story. But if you're not able to tell that story to yeah. the world how will they know yeah so i i would say from that end that part's on him he does need especially if we just talked about it 10 15 minutes ago this is the world it is now for for sports boxing is particularly these guys the blueprints there the blueprint is there you have to be able to talk your own game as well I so mean, no one else is going to do it for you you just don't hear about it but look at terrence crawford's twitter he's oh, no, no, constantly absolutely. active like that or on instagram just, he's a gym rat but it's yeah not, he's we gotta see a little bit about that, that spice though too we gotta we gotta see a little bit about of that nastiness did, did you actually did you know you're gonna be even more of a fan of him but he's a big green bay packers fan oh i know that i know that huge green bay packers yeah i've 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 Look at this. Three That's, days ago, speaking of Terrence Crawford. I have a gaping wound still from that. Thanks. Three days ago, Terrence Crawford says, quotes Errol Spence and says, one name they're going to remember is Errol Spence, Duck, and Terrence Crawford. That's going to stay with you for a lifetime. You still good, though. They're going back and forth. But, yes, they're, they're trying to. Not, so I'll give them that. But here, Errol Spence here's tweeted, the thing. You, you could say stuff like that. That's pretty good. But, but let's be fair. Errol Spence is the guy that had the car wreck that, that knocked him out for about a year. Yeah. Terrence Crawford did not. True. Okay. But, but he came back. Everyone dealt with Errol's COVID. healthy. Errol's yeah. healthy now, though. Yeah, exactly. After exactly. that fight, he's healthy. That fight needs to happen. And those two guys, they are responsible for making it happen. Unfortunately, they both have to be on the mic. Yep. They both have to be on social yep. media. They have to push that fight to happen because the people handling them aren't, well, maybe Errol Spence's side might, might not want that. But yeah. Bob Arum is definitely not doing anything that we're aware of. No. He, I, I think Bob Arum is going to try to stall this out until Correct. Terrence Crawford leaves because Bob doesn't want to pay the money for the fight. Mm-hmm. That's the whole like kicker of it all, and it's it's just it's promoter BS. And Bob Arum's done it, and people could say what he's done is is worked, and it has for him. Mm-hmm. He's made a lot of money. Yeah. He's had a lot of great fighters for him. Yeah, but like we said, all of the great fighters have left. Yeah, all of the fighters were good with him. They left to go be great. So, you know what? We got to champion Bob Arum a little bit because he's produced a lot of great fighters because after they left him, they became great. And that's been good for us well, as fans. We, well, we talk blueprint. That's his blueprint. And it's worked for him. And he's going he's gonna to piss off boxing fans and Terrence Crawford alike enough. We're, we're, we're calling it right now. The writing's on the wall. He's gone. He's gone. He's going to do no his own thing or There's whatever no promotion company, whatever it is. He's gone. But you know what, though? Hopefully Bob lets him go, and hopefully Bob doesn't try to do something like, hey, I'm going to make this Errol Spence fight, but I'm going to need you to sign an extension with me. Mm. I can see some writing on the wall. Bob Arams, as much crap as we give him, he's not stupid. Mm. He knows what he's doing, but... I could see Bob Arum dangling something like that because he did stuff. He did like something like that with Pacquiao as yeah. well. So, I, and it's smart move if you want to keep the L- guy. Listen, in any business, if you've been doing it for as long as he's been doing it, 
you know a thing or two. He's, he's doing something. He's not right. stupid. I mean, I yeah. get it. We might not agree with his tactics, and we might think that he's wasting potential and opportunity and whatnot. But he's like, yeah, but this is what I do, and yeah. there's always new fighters coming up. It's our job to call him out too, because we we can call. This is our job literally to call him out for what he's they doing. They know uh, what they're extremely good at is farming these guys up from the amateurs through those first few years of the career. They've yep, they obviously the proven that. That's their blueprint. Yep. And very smart because, yeah, ride a guy while he's perfect or while he's the best and then cut him spin loose. him out, cut him loose, and let his his fate be up to him. Yeah, because not every – they don't – see, that's the thing. We don't hear about the stories of the guys that do leave Bob and fall flat on their face. Bingo. We don't yeah, hear those stories. That's, that's absolutely correct. We, we just hear the big ones like De La Hoya, Mayweather, Pacquiao. We hear those, but that's really all we hear about. You, there's other guys there's that so, left him. There's other could have been. fell on their face. Could have so been. You're that, right. So yeah. it's we only see the extreme where it worked out. Yeah. So, yeah, there's probably a lot that don't. So, yes, good for Bob Arum. Bob Arum, he, he – he cuts his losses when he, his his risk and his reward. Bob Arum's a risk reward guy. He's just like you know what? It's too big of a risk, too much money to to throw out there, and I've already made enough. I don't need to gamble anymore. So, and I get it actually. It makes sense now if you think about it. I know a couple older successful business guys that told me the same thing. They're just like, I'm set where I'm at. I'm very successful where I'm at. I don't take big chances anymore because I don't need to. No. So Bob is the same way. It makes sense. Bob's like you know what? I've made a little bit of money off Terrence Crawford. I'm not going to go in the whole $10 million to pay him to fight Errol Spence and hope and pray that I get it back. So he's like, you know what? We've made a little bit of money. I've paid him a little bit of money. I'm going to cut my losses. On to the next. I, the, the, the risk is too big for him in his opinion, and he could be right. It we just, don't know. It just sucks for the fans and Terrence Crawford, for that matter, because these are wasted months and years that he's not going to get back. Crawford's 30. He's not going to get back, and this is a Over critical 30. time frame right now. Not everyone's body is built like a – Pacquiao, we can go to 42 and keep doing it, or or um, Hopkins or any of these guys. 50. It yeah, I mean, he's 50. just a machine. That's different. Not all these Freaking, guys can do that. He's an alien. So, I mean, it is what it is at a certain point when it comes to that. Hopefully something develops by your end because, frankly, I know I could see it stewing within you. You want to keep Terrence Crawford as your number one pound for pound. I you do. want to. You have, a, you have an uh, emotional tie to it you as well. You know what, though? But I'm honest, and I will literally – I can – that's when I've gotten good about my my picks that I make is I make unemotional picks. Yep. And I can 100% make an unemotional um, pound for pound list again. With, yeah, you taking can. Them out. I 100% will. And I've said it and I, I can't go back on my word because I've said it on the show that if he doesn't fight somebody in the next four to six months and, and Canelo's fighting twice. So <laughs> yes, I, and we didn't know that when I said that. And one now I have to be like. And one of the fights is the fight we were talking with the, those guys from, uh, uh, you know, Luke's yeah, camp yeah. that we were talking about. McGuigan, like, Barry McGuigan. Yeah. Um, so, yes, I would say one of the ways to describe you would be definitely honest. Um, and, and so from my standpoint, I'm going to honestly ask you right now, where in the hell is the weekend Trav attire? <laughs> Gosh dang it. <laughs> I've been just a little busy. Okay. So okay. weekend Trav didn't get around to ordering the shirt. So that's why I'm just wearing the old Lacoste. Lacoste. So yeah, thank, thanks for calling me out. I thought, hey, I thought I made it through the whole show. And you didn't the, say a word. I'm the producer. I thought you literally, I really thought, I was like, I think I'm going to get, I think I'm going to get away with this. I'm the producer. Uh, what you guys don't know is behind the scenes of what we do. I'm constantly... Uh, calling them out on things. I'm like, hey, where's my video for this? Where's this? Yes. Where's this? I'm texting him. I'm calling him. He's busy, though. To Weekend Trav's credit, all week long, he is grinding so hard. We talk about this. 
in his gym. He has clients all day long. And so he has a limited amount of hours. Plus, he's trying to be a good fiance the whole time to Irina. I got I to gotta live a personal life as well. Yeah. So, but I could do better. I can no, do better. No, well, well, yes. Yes. I, I can admit that. But I, I, know, I know how to push the properly. You do. You, you, you're a good producer. I'll, oh, I'll no, you thank you. I sure. appreciate that. I wasn't me fishing, but You don't you. have to fish when it's true. Like uh, you're a good producer. You know, we just, uh, we want to not only entertain, but we want to put good content out there. And we, I like doing this kind of stuff. I like doing the stuff with, like, my kids have stuff going on, too, on the yeah, you're constantly videos. Doing stuff. And I do stuff for myself. It's just fun for me. It's it's fun for that and even work doing that for my But my also, to be fair... Your sake too. You're busy as crap all oh, day yeah. too. So that's no. That's why I'm trying to make it no excuse. You're just as busy too. But, but the difference, I have no pastimes anymore. <laughs> you, you like golfing. You like doing all yeah. this stuff. I don't do any of that stuff anymore. I just, for, first of all, golf. I suck. So it's probably a good thing. And I tried play. Well, I tried with the lessons and stuff, and it just never worked out. Like I tried for years, and I just yeah. I couldn't get any. I just better. like it. Yeah, I know. So I went to um, forgot to mention this to you. I went to Top Golf the other day. You went to Top Golf and you didn't like tell a week me? ago. Well, I was uh, it was a business deal. I'm hurt, and so I went to. There's one by my office up in Lake Mary. They just opened that one, so we were. I met, met a couple guys there to to go do Top Golf. First time in like six or seven years, I've even struck a ball. How was it? It was fun, and first of all, I was like striking the ball really good. I feel like you do strike the ball really good. Well, when I'm when I actually strike it accurately, I was talking about something else. But go ahead. <laughs> You actually bit right into that too. You're so, like, well, I do. So if you guys have noticed, if you're still listening, if you if you noticed, I think we went PG-13 a little bit. Yeah. I heard. I heard. Uh, I did I, the Roger Mayweather quote. Yeah. You that was that. not PG-13. There was some hell. There was some all sorts of stuff. We're, we're tiptoeing the line. Well, it's 2021. I feel like you have to push push the envelope. I think we are. That's I think okay. definitely we are. So anyway, no. So Tell I me went, about your ball striking though. I want to hear about your ball striking. Well, it was uh, when, when I struck the ball correctly. There were white balls as well, right? It was very smooth. <laughs> very smooth stroke. I don't know how you want me to put up my with point that. Is, my point is we should go do that. I'm down. Drive Shack is right here. Yeah. Yeah, they finally opened like again. Talk, yeah, they've been open for a bit. Not, not that long. A couple weeks. Yeah. So, yeah, we should do that. That would be a good I'm, vlog. 100%. Now I get to watch you stroke balls in person. Well, then I get to watch you stroke balls in person, too. I'm a good ball stroker, too. Hmm. I stroke the heck out of the ball. What is going on right now? <laughs> um, okay, so. All right, that's where we Do we have any more boxing stuff to talk about? No, boxing schedule is awesome. It's heated up. It's We still don't, we still don't have a Tyson Fury um, versus Anthony Joshua date, date, but, but it's going to so. happen in the first half of the year for sure. We have a bunch of fights. We have a bunch of great fights already lined up for the first half of the year. Here's what worries me on, uh, and I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but the heavyweight division. When that fight's done, then what? A rematch. They have there's a rematch clause. Okay, okay so yeah. Well, okay. Once you and then you have Deontay that. Wilder coming back now, and he's getting ready to fight. Who did they say he was fighting? I forgot the name, but I'm pretty sure he's scheduled to fight somebody. So. Who knows? Maybe he can make a comeback, but... Is anyone interested in that? No. But okay. but to be fair, I think he fares a better chance against Anthony Joshua than he does against Fury because of his power. And Anthony Joshua has been dropped multiple yeah. times. So well, Fury, he's subject... And knocked out. Fury's in his head now. And plus, I think uh, Fury's body frame is just weird. It's, 
it's, it's a very, not good it's, for it's a long, it's a long reaching body frame so i think it's tough for anybody in the heavyweight division um and don't but is anyone interested in deontay wilder no and that's another guy who just kind of flew under the radar was very very dominant heavyweight but just never really caught people's eye because like well, he's a knockout he, artist but but that's, it was but he had no finesse he had no. it was just like he either knocked Dude. you out or was ugly Did and he windmill knocks you out I, I, I may have shown it to you like weeks ago. Did you the last time I saw him working out? <laughs> did you see that footage? Mm-mm, mm-mm. It looked like he was working out. Or like I go to a right here. I go to a Crunch Fitness. It yeah. looked like he was working out with his trainer in a Crunch Fitness, and it was the most oh, awkward dear Lord. drill. <laughs> oh, like dear, I didn't see this, it. Uh, I didn't see it. All these trolls were commenting. I'm like, this was the heavyweight champ of the world, the undefeated <laughs> heavyweight champion of the world. I'm sorry, but no. No one's interested in him right now. I know. Be, you know what? Who, it's because he can't take a loss like a man. Go He's made beyond, so many excuses. Go beyond those two that were, that were going to fight twice in a row now. Mm-hmm. Go beyond those two. Who else is there? There's some up-and-comers, but yeah, nobody that really grabs the headlines. No. But you're good for a year, though. Somebody can make a name in that year because that fight is going to take a year. Those guys are going to fight, and it's going to be about a year before they're ex- done with the second I'm excited and about who knows, B-Money? We could get a trilogy. You can't say there's just one or two. True. That's true. So That's true. Let's say Tyson Fury wins the first one. They rematch, and um, Joshua wins the second one. There's going to be a third. If that Rubber happens. match? It's going to happen. That's the proper terminology. <laughs> proper terminology. The, um, the fact that you jumped all over that's really... What? Worrisome to me right now. Rubber? We're talking about stroking balls. We're talking about rubber mat. Like, I'm a little worried now. Because Irene, Irene, Irena's gone. Now we're here by ourselves. And you're saying this on, on, on our podcast. This is for the thumbnail. We're, we're, about to, we're about to cut off right now. We're about to cut off right now. Wait. Okay. I got to find that for the thumbnail. Um, <laughs> oh my. There's a lot that goes into the production. Oh, dear Lord, baby Jesus. There's a lot that goes into the production value of what we do. People don't understand. You have to pick the thumbnail, the the perfect thumbnail. Which we only have the one camera angle today, so it'll be a little easier. But okay, so the but train long has story left, short, the train has left the station. It's boxing, off the tracks. Boxing, boxing is, is back. It's back. Okay, and it's going to be really good the first half of the year. It ended with a bang with Canelo Garcia, all those guys. It's going to start with a bang too, and with Canelo and all those other guys. Yes, and you know <laughs> that's funny, but it's true. But that's why also, more so now than ever, Terrence Crawford has to get his butt out there because these guys are carrying boxing. They're taking the limelight away because if Terrence Crawford waits too long, honest to God, people are going to be like, so what? Exactly. We don't want to see you fight. So what? So what? Unless you fight at Errol Spence. So literally, he's narrowing his chances right now because if he waits too long, it's going to be like Errol Spence or bust. Well, let's let's wrap up the boxing conversation. Um, if it's not Errol Spence, then who? That's my question to you. <laughs> I mean, I would watch a Danny Garcia, Terrence Crawford, but I don't think it happens because Danny Garcia is with Al Heyman. So, and then you talk about Keith Thurman. Keith Thurman's also with Al Heyman. So, Crawford's chances are just limited. I, I don't really know who he goes after for us to care. Because yeah. all those guys I just named are the ones, and Sean Porter as well. If he fights a Sean Porter, which is, I don't want to see that fight, but that's a top no, fight. But we'll watch. Yeah, yeah, 100%. But I don't think that's going to happen either because Bob Arum is offering crap money for these fighters and they're not going to take it. Like, yeah. Sean, Sean, Sean Porter is not going to fight Terrence Crawford for a million dollars. He's just not. The guy's worth a lot more than that, and he knows that. So Bob Arum knows that too. He's offering cheap money for these guys, and he's, he's just, he's, He's screwing Terrence Crawford right now. Mm. And Terrence Crawford, at the end of the day, the onus 
kind of falls back on you. It's your career. It's your legacy. It's not Bob Arum's. It's your legacy. You're going to have to do something. You have to figure this out. Yep. Go out on your own and just outright start calling these guys out. Like tackle them. Go into their gym and call them out. Say, I want to fight you. Make it happen. I, I mean, you're just going to have to take extreme measures. I want to see one of these guys show up to the other guy's facility. Like some clubber length stuff. Crew. Bingo. That's what we want to see. We're fans as well. We want to see this. Well, that's why we watch the Rocky movies for that entertainment value of Clubber Lang going and calling yeah. out Rocky in his gym. Yeah. Which, I mean, the whole concept of Clubber Lang would not exist. He only had a trainer and, then, and then he was just by himself. Come on. That doesn't He was work. a madman. But either way, it's Mr. T. Come on, man. Pity the fool. I pity the fool. So that's boxing. So boxing's heating up. It's awesome. It's exciting. And I'm glad that we're on board for it. Me too. We're gonna, we're gonna. I'm telling you, it's not out of the question that Weekend Trav might go to that Canelo fight in February. It's in Miami, down so, in, yeah. Why not? It's it's a possibility, and that's a good one. So, as long as nothing's going on up here, I would definitely make a trip down there for that. Yeah. So when is that? February 27th. Okay, so maybe it's uh maybe we're both down there. We'll see. Um, so the next couple weeks. I'll are, thank you for going later. Oh boy, that that put me. I'm gonna give hell you. A, I'm a gonna give days. you a couple of weeks. And then I'll finally start putting the pressure on. Okay. Once I know I can go, then I'll put the pressure on. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So your world is going to change over time too, or you have to follow my rules. Okay. (laughs) Follow my example here, the domestic rules of engagement. You're a good example for me. That's neat. I'm going to (laughs) domestic. This is the producer's notes of engagement. The wife is going to love this when she goes home. She has to actually watch and listen to our stuff. Um, So anyway. She does comment on it though sometimes. Yeah, well, she's just trying to help the algorithm, but when you only watch for 45 seconds... Appreciate you, Amber. Yeah. Appreciate you. I know that she's not listening now because it's the end of the Mm -hmm. thing. She's already turned it off, Mm -hmm. but still, thank you, Amber. Yeah, thanks. Um, So, domestic rules of engagement, you're learning. Uh, So, we're here at the end of the episode. Uh, The next couple weeks are going to be a little different. I know I'll be in Tennessee next weekend, uh, so we're going to do the whole Zoom thing, I believe. It's Super Bowl weekend. You're going to be in Tampa. Yeah, so it might be a it might be a fun Zoom. We might be recording on a Friday or a Monday or whatever, or just weekend. Trav's gonna be tailgating. Oh, good lord! <laughs> we can't record that for forty five minutes. <laughs> That'd uh, be that's fun. gonna the wheels are gonna fall off. So uh, you'll be watching football, and I'll be playing football this coming weekend. So um, closing thoughts. I'm not sure from a time standpoint where we are, and I don't really care. So give me some closing thoughts. Weekend, Trav. Closing thoughts. This is gonna be for our headline which is going to give us the most views we've ever gotten. Ever. Ever. I am going to say that Canelo Alvarez gets knocked out by Billy Joe Saunders. Just kidding, but I need you to put that in the headline. Canelo Alvarez gets knocked out. Dot, dot, dot. That's the headline. That's going to catch people's eye, and they'll at least click for five seconds, enough for us to have a view. And I actually said it on the podcast. It's going to work. Watch. You called our most viewed one last time, and it was. I'm going to call the most viewed one well, this time. I mean, it hasn't been the most viewed yet. We well, we had one but that it's was like crazy, like 300. Yeah, we had the one that like no, it was like over four. Just I mean, out of nowhere, out of nowhere for no reason. I even I even watched us, the episode. I'm like, bit. this isn't that great. I mean, it's just a, a normal of, thing. Gave us a little bit of like, oh yeah, we're doing something good. It's kind of like well, we bring up golf again. You hit that one shot that brings you back. It does. You're, that's actually 100% correct. And, and then, golf is and like then that. 30 people watch the next episode rather than 500 or whatever. Yep. We had tens of ballers. 
That's okay. Listen. You know what? Our subscribers have went up every single week. Every Even week. if it's a little bit at a time, it's gone up. As I've said, once this becomes a chore, then we have to have some conversations. <laughs> so far, so far, I enjoy this. This is, this is an outlet for me. And it's an outlet for you, and this I enjoy like doing this bar. anyways. And the and the, the tens of people that are following that person walking their kid over there across the street outside, they love watching this. I don't know if they do. Um, anyways, so they once, better. Once or I will be- go track them down right now. Okay. Get in their face. Okay. And scream at them. I can't punch them yet. Why? Because we're talking. Like, what if I punch them and then we get in trouble? Do uh, we have do we do we have insurance to cover that or no? We're not there yet. We're not an L. We don't have an LLC. This operation is really wrong. As soon as we get, as soon as we, (laughs) you're just throwing out little trigger words for me. Little trigger words. (laughs) As soon as we get insurance, I'm going and punching somebody for not watching our show. Well, now we can't get the insurance because they're going to review this episode and be like, "Wait, he said that he's going to punch somebody." Good. Then it was worth that one view extra that we're going to get for that. So I'm just I'm trying to pull them all in. Listen. Watch this as much as possible. View it as many minutes as possible. View it again in a week, in a day. Yeah, how does that work? Because usually it's like, I, I don't know. I almost said the bad word. I didn't. Woo! Uh, Nobody's dropped the F-bomb yet. It's like the, the movie uh, Christmas Story. And the kid, he says, fudge. <laughs> but I didn't say fudge. Uh, um, whatever. Whatever. Or men. Yeah. What are we? What, what's what's the? What are we? What's the Anchorman quote? Which <laughs> there's a bunch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I have a, a brain. But I was thinking twice of the, the size of a female. I'm just oh, kidding. Yeah. I don't really have that. Yeah, I was. I was saying we're the best. What is it? Beard, bourbon, and boxing. Yeah. Podcast in yeah. Orlando, Florida. Yeah. We got to hold up that. Stand. We are the number one beards, bourbon. And boxing podcast filmed in Orlando on a Sunday evening. This is perfect. In Laureate Park. That's even better. This is number one. Of it's close Lake number one. Close to the airport. One. I mean, it's got to be number one 100%. Nobody's beating us. Yeah. We're one of one, but we're still. I'd, we're say, number one. I'd say number one, no matter number what. Number one. Oh, and, and then by the way, uh, so I was mentioning our schedule the next couple of weeks is kind of be, yes, be kind of weird. Yes, sir. So next, the Super Bowl weekend, yeah, a little sketchy, but we're going to get it done. And then the following week, maybe the week after, I think we're going on the road. Ooh, okay, yes. I, I'm down. I'm all for it. So I'm pretty sure we need to go we, out west. We're going to go to Hagen O'Reilly? O'Reilly's? I think we need to check with the boys out there. Oh, they will. They got some good stuff going on out Luis, there. Luis, Frankie, we coming, bros. We yeah, coming. Frank the Tank, we're there. We coming. Frank the Tank. Bring your green hat. <laughs> so um anyways tastes uh, so good once it touches the lips wow and this is the fall off the this is this is when the end of the show happens we just we have to cut it off i, don't, I just don't think i'm drinking enough recently because i've only this is my second one and i already feel like hell. we're having fun oh, i look like hell audrey yeah <laughs> that's all that's all i thought about when you said that i know you're, I know you're <laughs> waiting for me to close this out i'm just not gonna do it yeah, no, I'm sitting here, I'm just like, is he going to close this out? Because the producer pretty much calls the shots right now. But I'm just drinking and talking because well, So I we're trying to get like... through, we didn't rate uh, an actual bourbon because we're trying to get through some of the bottles here. <laughs> we didn't get a, diff- a different because one. Because I, I keep the ones that we don't finish and I have a nice little bar working what did, up what did over we, there. What did we start with tonight? We freedom? started with Freedom. It's actually called Freedom. Okay, so we had Freedom and then we finished off the Elijah Craig 
I'm sorry, purists. Mm-hmm. We didn't rinse the glass. No new glass, no new ice. I just poured it on top. I don't care uh, right now. So we just, uh, we're topping that off. That and then fine. when we do post-production, I'm sure we'll have something different. Yep. We'll have a third different bourbon or whiskey. Why not? Who cares? So, um, fine. I will wrap it up. That's mm. what he said. We have a, we he have would some... say that. He would. Fine. I'll wrap it up. That actually works. Oh, okay. Yeah. I could see that. I could see that. Listen, I've been out of the game for a while here. I've been married for a long time. That's, okay. That's actually fair as well. Yeah. But still. I mean, before that, I was I was pure beyond belief. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we're going to actually tie this up. We better tie it up after that one. Into a bow. They thought we were honest until that. Into a bow. I'll just drip some. Um, thank you to our media sponsors. Not sponsors. Media partners. TH Boxing, Gulfstream Financial, and IF Enterprises. As always, thank you for the media support. Uh, location, lights, camera, all that good stuff. Lights, camera, action. Uh, Weekend Trav gave his final thoughts. My final thoughts... I don't have any. That's impressive. I don't have any. That's amazing. Is it? No. I have a lot of thoughts, but I'm just going to keep them to myself. I think we went a whole show without talking about a couple things that, that we usually talk about. What's I that? I want to bring it up because we went the whole show well, without no it. no big C. Stop it. No big C. No politics. Exactly. That was That's two. great. This is a we boxing did awesome. podcast. We did awesome. Because what are you going to talk about poli- but with politics? It's a boxing podcast, but it's called Weighing In, and we could have weighed in on that stuff, but mm-hmm. we didn't. We chose to rise above it. Because when they go high, or wait, 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 when they go low, low. we go high. <laughs> Why didn't you make this end like five minutes ago? So we have I could have that analogy. We have the rubber match. We have the uh, <laughs> stroking so balls. What else do we have? I don't know. A lot. Oh my gosh. Are you guys still watching? Thanks for tuning in. Please subscribe below. That's it. God bless. Can I even say that after this? Yeah, because we we need God right now. We do. Y'all mother need God. Weekend Trav, B Money. That there is Weekend Trav. That there is B Money. Gosh, we're just done. It's just what? Just <laughs> throw, throw the towel in.